Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Second Take, uh, NFL edition. Lots of crazy stuff happened on Sunday, um, and we are going to discuss how it shook up our power rankings, our takes on whether or not the Niners are in trouble, um, the officiating in the NFL, and uh, Justin Herbert. Would you rather head-to-head against some of the elite quarterbacks? Um so we're going to dive right into it. But before we do so, if you like our content, subscribe, give us a like, give us a rating on all of the platforms, YouTube, Spotify, wherever you listen. Um, but Ryan, let's get into it. What are your updated power rankings after a wild weekend week seven? Yeah, so getting right into it real quick. My power rankings go number one, the Eagles, two Chiefs, three Niners, four Ravens. Five Dolphins. Uh, the, my last team that I cut was the Cowboys, but I just feel like the Eagles really showed us something after losing that game, being able to bounce back. Chiefs has won six in a row. Uh, offense looking better. Big reason for the move up. Niners dropped two spots because their offense last two weeks has looked really questionable at times, even though McCaffrey did come back and play. Um, the Dolphins, the biggest question with that team after that loss is the schedule. They've only beaten bad teams, haven't beaten anyone good. Um, that's my quick power rankings. Yeah, honestly, I agree with pretty much all of it. I flipped the Eagles and Kansas City. So I have Kansas City 1, Philadelphia 2, San Francisco 3, uh, Baltimore 4, and Miami 5. And then my last one looking in is Jacksonville again. They stay there. Um so I was just surprised by the Lions mostly not showing up, uh, getting throttled by Baltimore, and a little bit of a concerning performance by Brock Purdy. I think this is the worst we've seen him. Uh, he's usually been a world beater, but showing up against Minnesota, who has a suspect defense to begin with, and not playing very well definitely the worst game of his season or of his career yeah i mean i don't really know what's going on because he's looked so good for so long that's like when he has an off game or two or like what happened to brock purdy like where's this going right so i mean in all fairness everyone will have a bad game every once in a while but especially like they lost to the vikings a team that's really really struggled this season so I, they're going to have to put it together. They just look so good to start the year that they just look like a completely different team recently and not really sure what's going on with Brock at the moment. But, you know, we'll find out if he's resilient and if he can turn it around in his early career. Yeah, I was really concerned with that. Uh, I still I'm not going to jump off the bandwagon. I still think that they are the most complete team in the NFL. You just can't rank them number one after a loss like that, uh, or I will get crucified in the comments. <laughs> but I personally think they're still, you know, uh, the most well-rounded team. Uh, but that is a bit of a concerning loss. Uh, other team I wanted to mention was Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, Buffalo's an interesting team because they've been super inconsistent. So, like, they best team in the NFL, and their games aren't even competitive. And then they struggle sometimes against teams like the Giants or the Jets or, in this game, the Pats. And the 
they gave up 29 points to the Patriots, and their offense isn't even that good. They gave up a game-winning drive to Mac Jones, which Pats fans were surprised about. That's not something that they expected this year. Like, Pats fans have bought into tanking at this point of the season. They want to lose, and they go out and they beat Buffalo. It's like, how does that happen? That's not something you can let happen, and I don't know if they can really be contenders if they're going to be this inconsistent. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm really surprised by, you know, you have two in-division losses against the Jets and the the Patriots, who, let's be honest, aren't equal caliber teams. They don't have as good of a quarterback or an offense. And the defenses, while, you know, Bill Belichick can always scheme up a good defensive strategy, and the Jets have an elite defense, at least at creating turnovers. Um, it's still no excuse to lose to those caliber teams um, and even lose to each of them, right? They've already got losses to them. So I don't know. I, they're a wait and see for me. I'm not going to overreact week to week um, with them. Let's say they come out and they absolutely throttle the Buccaneers on Thursday. Uh, I'm not going to overreact to that. You know what I mean? I just think they're one of those teams that are tier two in the AFC. And they'll be that until further notice. Yeah, can't disagree. Another team I actually wanted to bring up a little bit was Baltimore. Um, They killed the Lions, who everyone was starting to feel pretty good about, including myself. I was really liking what I was seeing from the Lions. And then they just beat the crap out of them. That offense has been playing really good Lamar Jackson has been playing really good and they played good teams I mean they played the Browns defense the Steelers defense and they're gonna have to play them again play the Bengals but they're five and two and they're starting to make a little bit of noise and you know I wasn't super high on high on this team to start the year but they're giving me more confidence mostly because the way Lamar and the offense have been playing I believe previously in the year, whether it was year week two or week three, I can't remember, I had them in my top five power rankings. Um, I had them as, you know, sleeper Super Bowl contenders. Um, That was right before they had uh, the questionable loss to Cleveland, I believe it was. Um, Ever since then, they've looked like the clear-cut favorite in that division. Uh, what I liked from this game was Zach Flowers finally had, you know, a standout game. Uh, none of their receivers up until this point outside of Mark Andrews, of course, I mean, he's a tight end, but, uh, really showed any type of life this year. And Zach Flowers had a a relatively good game. Um, but I really just liked how they came out and punched the lions in the face and it spoke more to the Lions than I believe anything else. They were able to really respond all game. And they finally got stuff going towards the end of the game, but at that point it was already over. So just wonder what caliber team the Lions truly are. And I believe that this was a statement game for the Ravens and they should be in anyone's top five list. Yeah, I feel like it kind of going back to the Lions goes back to a point I brought up last week where if the Lions make the playoffs, it's a successful season for them. This is the type of game after this game you have to ask um, 
being the Lions, do we want to just make the playoffs and be okay with that? Or do we want to do more? Are we capable of doing more? And I think this team is capable of doing more. But at the moment, just the way that they weren't able to really respond when the team kind of punched them in the mouth and, you know, didn't really get it going until the end. Um, as of right now, they just kind of look like they'll win the division um, at that potentially in the playoffs they might not make a lot of noise so that's something to watch um from this team for the rest of the year and then i guess to end up the power ranking segment here um what gives you the nod or what gives the eagles in your opinion the nod over the chiefs yeah i mean i still think the Eagles' schedule overall for the year has been better than the chiefs and the chiefs had more questions at least to start the year than the Eagles did. The Chiefs have been getting better and looking better as the year has gone on. But I also think, you know, the the Eagles also did beat the Dolphins, who are still in the top five power rankings. Um, so ultimately, it just came down to the schedule for the Eagles being better and then beating better teams for me to put them ahead of the uh, Chiefs. Yeah, I can't be mad at that, honestly. The The reason why I went with Kansas City over Philadelphia is one person and one person only. It's Patrick Mahomes. Um, time and time again, he reminds us that there is really no one on his level. Um, that he just outplays everyone. So I think as long as Kansas City has that guy, they're a perennial top five team. And I've been kind of bashing on him all year. Just because I haven't been like, this isn't the Kansas City Chiefs that I'm used to seeing. Um, then Patrick Mahomes comes out, throws for over 400 yards, four touchdowns, absolute annihilation of the uh, Los Angeles Chargers yet again. And he's just going to own the AFC until further notice. So uh, I really think Philly is a more well-rounded team. They have a harder schedule, but they don't have the best player on planet Earth. So that's why I picked Kansas City. Uh, but I really... When these two teams play this year, it's going to be a lot of fun. So, uh, But speaking of Patrick Mahomes and the, LA Ch- and the Kansas City Chiefs, perpetual dominance of the L.A. Chargers, we're going to move on to a little segment that last time was a bit controversial when we talked about him. Uh, Justin Herbert. Okay, We're going to have a would-you-rather of Justin Herbert. We're going to start off by saying what tier or what caliber of quarterback do you really feel Justin Herbert is at this point in his career? Yeah. So just so nobody gets it twisted and they do understand fully correct me if I'm wrong, but we both think he's a top 10 quarterback in the NFL. He's a great talent. He has all the arm talent. He has all the ability in the world, but just feels like he has something missing, right? Like he's, it just, his career records, 28 and 29. His teams consistently underachieve, whether that's him or the Chargers. I mean, if it's the Chargers, then maybe he needs to get out of there. But it just feels like he might be missing that it factor. I'm currently, I have him like the like six, seven range at the moment. And I do think you can win with him. But at this point, I'm starting to feel like you have to have a really, really good team around him and you're not he's not necessarily going to lead you to the to the victory i agree with that there was time and time again he's had opportunities to seal the deal Uh, i go back to two weeks ago dallas 
couldn't get it done. Had the possession, had the chance to go get a game-winning drive, couldn't do do it. And every time this guy matches up against Patrick Mahomes, more often than not, the gap grows wider than closer, right? And that's the thing that I'm going to measure every quarterback against is, okay, how can you compare to the best in the world? How can you compare to Patrick Mahomes? Because if you can't, you're not going to win, right? That's just plain and simple. So um, we are going to dive into uh, some head-to-heads here. I, I have them ranked very similar to you, similarly to you. But we're going to start naming off names. We're going to start with the mighty Joe Burrow. So, Oh, Joe Burrow. Yes. So, Who would you rather take and why? I want Joe Burrow over Justin Herbert. I don't think this one's necessarily too difficult. Herbert's counting – or no, not Herbert's. Uh, Joe Burrow's counting stats um, compared to all the other guys because – Herbert's counting stats are really, really good, easily like top tier in the NFL. Burrow's counting stats are the closest, like some of the closest compared to some of the other guys up, up there. And Joe Burrow's been able to make it to the Super Bowl with a team that nobody thought had a chance, right? Like they've been able to outprove expectations. And even with the expectations, they've been a good team until maybe this year, but. 500 still early um so i definitely want joe herb joe burrow um because then when you look back at justin herbert hit like i mentioned before his teams tend to underachieve right and joe burrow tends to overachieve and i feel like that says more about maybe the qb than the rest of the roster because that's the most consistent thing on those offenses yeah i i agree with you so the the constant um, support or evidence or complaint about the LA Chargers in defense, the constant defense for Justin Herbert is that he has a terrible defense, right? Um, I agree with you. Joe Burrow was able to take the worst team in the NFL that had a number one overall pick and get them to the Super Bowl two years later. So, we have never seen any type of playoff success out of Justin Herbert. Uh, counting stats, Herbert might slightly have the edge in some areas, some categories. Um, but Joe Burrow has his own problems with his own team, right? His offensive line has never been good in his entire career. And while the Bengals have a better defense than the Chargers historically, the year that they made the Super Bowl, they were ranked average. So, you know, Joe Burrow has been able to to do do more with about as much as Justin Herbert. So I think this one's an easy one. Joe Burrow over Justin Herbert. Uh, we're going to move on to one that I thought was actually a little bit closer than I thought, uh, and that's Josh Allen. Josh Allen, even, even though despite the Bills' struggles this year, I still go with Josh Allen over Justin Herbert. Josh Allen does have a lot more turnovers um, throughout his career, still puts up pretty good numbers, runs the ball a little more. Well, not like he does run the ball more. Yeah. He gets more scoring opportunities running the ball. He just does more for his offense. Kind of as we talked about, sometimes he goes like Superman mode where he tries to do a lot for his team. But 
he his team constantly is able to make the playoffs, always able to win at least a game, if not two games. And I, be, I, I believe he's close, right? Like he's close to Mahomes. He's maybe a similar level to Joe Burrow. But like it just feels like he's a step away from making it happen. And compared to Herbert, like if you were to switch the two players' places, I think the Chargers would do better with Josh Allen than Herbert, actually. Okay. I'm surprised by that. I honestly, this one was probably the most surprising to me. They are very comparable throwing-wise. I'd actually maybe give the edge to Herbert in his decision-making category, right? He doesn't turn the ball over as as much. Um, He has a higher completion percentage, and the passer ratings are similar. So as a decision-maker, I believe Herbert's a a better one. Um, Where Josh Allen uh, excels over Justin Herbert is his his ability to backpack an offense, right? Allen has averaged an additional seven touchdowns per season um, compared to Herbert. Uh, Most of that's because of his running ability. Uh, And he has a higher touchdown percentage. He just scores the ball more as, you know, a quarterback. And he's able to to backpack an offense, even though his offense has elite playmakers. Um, He's the running game for the Bills more often than not. Um, So I give the slight edge, and it was a lot closer than I thought, to Josh Allen simply because of his ability to kind of backpack an offense. Um, He does make worse decisions. He's a little bit more careless with the ball. But he's had more success in the playoffs, even still. So, But I did think this was a lot closer than a lot of people think. So moving on to some names that are going to start being a little bit more controversial, right? I believe a lot of people think Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert or or Joe Burrow and Josh Allen are kind of closer to the Patrick Mahomes here. Um, But now we're going to start getting into some names that might piss some people off. I don't really think it should do that, but we're going to start off with Jalen Hurts. Mm. Who would you rather have? Jalen Hurts. So Jalen Hurts has been a starter on the Eagles for two seasons. Um, First year they lost early. Second year they went to the Super Bowl, and he absolutely balled out against the Chiefs and Mahomes. He had a great game. His counting stats aren't as good, but he also runs the ball way better, and he has double-digit rushing touchdowns in both years as a starter in Hurts. And he's been really low on picks for most of his career until this year, really low on turnovers uh, for Hurts. But I I pick Hurts over Justin Herbert, mostly because, like you mentioned with Josh Allen, is the rushing of Hurts is basically unstoppable. I mean, especially if they get inside the one, they have that one play. But he, he I don't know if there's a QB finding the end zone better than Hurts, and maybe it's just the way the Eagles use him. But... I mean, he's also gotten better every year as a passer. People used to question if he can even be a starter. And now, you know, look where he is now. I mean, you could argue he there's no question ever since he started, he's had a better team than Herbert. I don't think anyone's going to argue against that. But I think what he's been able to do with that team, they're winning because of him, not like in spite of him kind of a deal. So I think he's more than um, 
he's definitely proved his value, and I take him slightly over Justin Herbert, despite Herbert's talent and his ability um, to just whip the ball down the field. I just think the playoff success and the overall touchdowns puts um, Hurts above Herbert. Yeah, this one was really close. Um, Justin Herbert is a better passer. Uh, comparatively, Herbert has an average passer rating of 96 compared to Jalen Hurts' 92. Uh, there's obviously a discrepancy in attempts as well. So Herbert throws the ball more, uh, and he's better at it. So as a passer, I don't I don't really think it's too close. Um, and Jalen Hurts has definitively had a better team in Philadelphia. However, the thing that gets me is all pro selections, he's one to zero. So Hurts has an all pro selection. Herbert has never had that. And the reason why I'm going with Hurts is because I don't think I've ever seen Justin Herbert outplay Patrick Mahomes. Jalen Hurts was able to outplay Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl, and they still lost. So he went head-to-head against the best quarterback on the planet in the biggest stage and played better, I think. So that's why I get give Jalen Hurts the slight edge is because when it matters the most, I know he'll show up. The only time I've ever seen Justin Herbert play in a meaningful football game, he blew a 27-point lead. So that's why I give Hurts the slight edge. Even though I think Herbert in a vacuum is a better quarterback, he doesn't show up as much as Jalen Hurts. So Jalen Hurts got that dog in him, and I'm going to give him the the slide edge over Justin Herbert. All right, we're going to move on to another one that people think is controversial. I think this is actually less controversial than the other two somehow. But we got Lamar Jackson pitted up against Justin Herbert. Yeah, this one was close. Probably the closest one you brought up for me so far. Um, Lamar Jackson has a 54-23 and 23 career career record compared to Herbert's when he's one game under 500. Um, Lamar, the thing he has is his offenses have not been as good on paper as the Chargers have been supposed to, and they usually have a pretty solid offense. He doesn't throw as many interceptions. He only had one year where he had over 10 in Lamar. Also doesn't throw the ball as much as Herbert. Lamar's also a rushing threat, probably the best rushing QB to ever play in the NFL. Um, Herbert, like I said, though, he easily has better counting stats um, as a passer. But when Lamar won MVP, he threw 36 touchdowns and six interceptions. Uh, But, you know, as much as we talk about Lamar winning, it's mostly just been in the regular season as his teams have been one and three in the playoffs. Um, But he has gotten there more, which is true. Herbert's also had the health advantage over Lamar. He's the last two years, he's missed a significant amount of games. Last year, he played seven, 12 the year before. And the year before that, he actually might have got 12 as well. Um, so I give, I mean, Lamar's counting stats would be better if he played full seasons full season. more often. I agree. Um, no doubt. But I give the slight edge to Justin Herbert, mostly because the health when it comes down to it. Um, and 
he's just been available more for his teams and Lamar hasn't necessarily made up for it by winning in the postseason or showing up big time on that type of stage. So I picked Justin Herbert. Okay. Both teams or both quarterbacks have kind of underperformed playoff wise. Uh, Lamar's gotten there more, lost more. He's got one, one playoff win compared to Herbert's zero, but in all honestly, when it comes to postseason success, both of these quarterbacks have underperformed. Regular season-wise, and because of that, because both have underperformed uh, in the playoffs, I'm giving the the edge to Lamar Jackson because he wins and gets to the playoffs more, right? If you can't win in the playoffs, at least make it, is my kind of motto. And Lamar Jackson, while throwing-wise isn't really necessarily too close, I mean, the percentage, their completion percentages are pretty high. The volume's definitely leaning more towards... Uh, Herbert, but Lamar just has more accolades. He's got one more Pro Bowl appearance. He has an All Pro selection, an MVP, a playoff win. You know, he's clearly more of a threat on the ground. And everyone's argument for Herbert, typically over Lamar, is that he is a significantly better passer. It's a little bit closer than we think. Herbert has accumulated more passing yards already, you know, than Lamar. But both passer ratings for Lamar and Herbert come to 96. So they have the same passer rating. Herbert just does it more. So you can argue because he has the same rating and has more volume, therefore he's better. I can get that. Uh, But Lamar Jackson has consistently had less weapons to use. Right? He doesn't have a Keenan Allen and Austin Eckler to throw the ball to. He's had Mark Andrews and who else? You know what I mean? Like who else has he had to throw to? Let's be honest. So. He's backpacked a worse offense than uh, Justin Herbert and has been able to make the playoffs more. So I, I give the edge to a former MVP, a guy that has his team five and two right now, uh, compared to two and four, in uh, Lamar Jackson. Even though, you know, it's a team game, but Lamar has a seventy percent win percentage. He wins more, and he does about the same with less at least on the offensive side of the ball. So I'm I'm giving the edge to Lamar Jackson there. Yeah, I don't necessarily disagree with anything you said, but as I mentioned, for me, it was just the health. If I just, True. last three years, it's kind of been an issue with him, and this year it's a to-be-determined kind of deal. I just, Herbert's been more available, and it might have to do, you know, a little bit with Lamar's style of play, the fact that he does run the ball. I know he hasn't been rushing as much this year, but he hasn't needed to since he probably has more weapons than he's ever had in his career. Um, But that was basically my only reason for picking Herbert over Lamar when it came down to it. It's a fair assumption. I think Herbert is a better passer, right? With more volume, he's at the same rating. But Lamar, at least he can get it done in that regular season. You know, I I mean, the playoff-wise, they both have kind of choked. But at least he can get you to the playoffs. Herbert's only been there once, and... Really sour taste in a lot of people's mouths uh, after blowing that lead. So, um, And we're going to move on to probably our last one of the segment. Uh, it's Tua. This one's a big controversy. Um, Tua versus Justin. Who would you rather have as a quarterback right now? Yeah, you know, this one surprised me a little bit when I started looking at everything, comparing the two players. Overall, I decided to pick Justin Herbert over Tua 
because they're basically have done just as much with both of their teams, but Herbert's numbers are way better across the board, right? Herbert's also been healthier. Uh, like I mentioned, more yards, more touchdowns, same completion percentage. Um, her, I mean, Herbert has 11 comebacks, 14 game-winning drives. Tua has five comebacks, seven game-winning drives, so almost a double in both those categories. And all the stuff we say about Herbert, Tua hasn't done any of it so far. Tua's just had a better team the last two years, but he didn't get to play in their playoff game due to injury last year. This year, it looks like they definitely have a better team as well. But just because the team is better, like he himself hasn't done anything that Herbert hasn't. So I pick Herbert over Tua. Yeah, you know, I picked Tua to win the MVP after week one. Um, and he's been an up and down roller coaster ever since, to be honest. Uh, I thought this was the year that Tua could maybe separate himself from Herbert. And it just hasn't really convinced me so far. He's been beaten up on bad teams. And every time there's a legit game that comes up on the schedule for them, kind of falls flat. So I actually surprisingly agree with you here. I'm going with Justin Herbert. That locks him in right at number six on my quarterback power rankings, I guess you would say. Um, just because he's bigger, he's healthier typically. He has a little bit more arm talent. And to your point, they really both haven't accomplished much uh, when it comes to winning or winning meaningful football games yet. So at the end of the year, if Miami goes on a run, you know, if Tua gets the accolade that I thought he was going to get at the beginning of the year just because of how Miami looked, um, then we we'll, then we should maybe revisit this conversation. But for now, people should stop freaking out about Tua over Herbert and how Tua's finally proven that he's he was the right pick. So for now, I think Herbert is a better quarterback uh, than Tua just because... And the injury concern. I mean, Tua last season looked like he would never play football again after uh, that concussion. But uh, so far, knock on wood, Tua's been healthy, and hopefully it stays that way. But I would probably pick Justin Herbert over Tua. Yeah, and I mean, like, you also have to think about if you had to switch these two QBs and teams' positions, I don't know realistically how much would actually change for either side i think both would be in very similar situations like maybe the chargers would be slightly better just because herbert would have been more healthy no no, not not the chargers the dolphins would have been better because herbert would have been more healthy than Tua, more than likely i mean who knows maybe the offensive line still would have made him suffer too but um i don't know if the chargers would honestly be any better or worse with Tua as well like these guys are kind of comparable in a way so yeah, that was the ultimate differentiator. I was like, okay, if I switch Justin Herbert onto the Bengals, would they make the Super Bowl? No. If I switch Justin Herbert to the Bills, would they constantly be a threat to make the AFC title game? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Um, I, you know, and then I, the big one for me was the Ravens. I was like, okay, who's gonna he going to throw to? I, I, I think, though, I think if he was on the Ravens, I think they would still be a playoff team just because they tend to have better Maybe. defenses. True. Um, And I think he's a good enough QB 
that even with less weapons, he's still going to be a good, productive player, right? Um, just because of the fact that he is smart and he doesn't make a lot of big, like, bad decisions. That's why I was like, I think the Ravens one is legit. But, like, I mean, if you go to, like, some of these other teams, like the Eagles, does he put them over the top to win the Super Bowl? Probably not, right? So, yeah, you bring up a good point, though. So, that would be our head-to-head. So, recapping, we both went with Joe Burrow over Justin Herbert. We both went with Josh Allen. And we both went with just uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, where we differentiated was Lamar Jackson. I went with Lamar Jackson. Ryan went with Justin Herbert. Let us know in the comments how you feel about that one. Who would you take in a head-to-head matchup? Uh, or if you're starting a, a franchise, which quarterback would you rather have? Um, and then with Tua, we both agreed that Justin Herbert has the edge over Tua thus far in their careers. Um, and to recap it off, give me your top you know, seven or eight quarterbacks ranked off the dome right now where would you just rank everybody i know that's a we didn't really prep for this but where would you rank the top eight quarterbacks let's see so for me right now i'm going with i think so the easy one patrick mahomes one i like yep not really that close i like even though the play quite hasn't been there this year. I like Joe Burrow at two. I like Josh Allen at three. I like Jalen Hurts at four. I like actually Justin Herbert at five. Um, let's see. I would give Lamar Jackson six and two a seven. That would be my top seven. Okay. I would go, I mean, Mahomes is one. That's not really close at all. After that, dude, it's a crapshoot for who's number two. <laughs> Honestly, you can pick apart. Josh Allen makes too many mistakes. He plays hero ball a little bit too much, and that's why they end up losing most of their games. Um, Joe Burrow has not looked great this year so far. You know, he's off and on, really. And every season, he kind of starts slow, you know. So, and then Jalen Hurts has probably the most stacked team out of all the quarterbacks. So it's like, I don't even know who to put it to. If I had to right now, who's playing the best this season, I'm going to go with, I don't know, with probably Jalen Hurts this year. Okay, for two. But over the span of the career, probably Joe, uh, Joe Burrow. So right now, Jalen Hurts looks like probably the second-best quarterback, even though he had a terrible performance against the Jets. Uh, so did Josh Allen. So did everybody else. So uh, so did Mahomes, honestly. That Jets defense well. is legit. So. so for this season, so far, Jalen Hurts is probably the second-best quarterback, in my opinion. Uh, then it goes Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, 3-4, however you want to flip-flop that. I go Lamar, 5 Herbert six and then two a seven. So those would that would be my ranking of the top quarterback. So Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, Tua. So 
Not bad, not bad. Same top seven. No surprises thrown in there. No, yeah, no. No. Kirk would probably be my number eight. Yeah. He's right there Aaron on Rogers the outside. Hurt, you know. Yeah, I mean, don't you can't really rank Aaron Rodgers yeah. at this point, I feel like. So. so, yeah, that is our quarterback rankings so far. Let us know what you think about the head-to-heads. Where does Justin Herbert land in your quarterback hierarchy? And until next time, 